What's up, everyone? It's your boy Eric's out here, and I got my mans. Eric, hello. Y'all already know from we are here bring you a brand new broadcast today, or podcast, I mean. So, just to be clear, so today's topic, Eric, is about like how the coronavirus has affected the Hispanic family, right, Eric? Yeah. Like, practically, you know, um, first of all, I'm going to give you a little background of what the Hispanic family has passed through and, you know, and then we can relate it to the, you know, how the coronavirus has impacted us as Hispanics. So, to be honest, like, you may know, Eric, like, um, in our countries, the government over there sucks. It's like, they don't care about the people. They only are gathering money for themselves and not giving them to the poor people. And you, right, Eric, we all come here as Hispanics. Uh, we see America as land of uh, hope, where we can come here and achieve our dreams, you know? Yeah. And it's very hard these days how this, how we still struggling. And now that this new virus, this new pandemic is going around, you know, has really impacted us. So Eric, could you give us like, um, like what was like the first thing that really impacted us Hispanics? What impacted us is getting paid because the stores mm. were closed because of the pandemic. And yeah. like Hispanics has to, they always work to get their own money and to buy their things and food and resources. But now that stores are closed, they're like getting poor. They don't get resources. Um, yeah, they can't pay bills. Yeah, right. and, and, and and that's the and that's the living truth because you know even if when before this pandemic, you know people were still suffering, just paying the rent, the bills, their their food, and imagine now without having no jobs because you may know the economy here in the U.S. has really dropped down, right, Eric? Like everything has dropped down. Um, yeah. Light has dropped down. Everything has dropped down just to bring up the economy and like hispanics we try to work hard to make a living and if we don't and, and, and we're the most unfortunate ones because without the money we don't get to survive here so you know and after we cannot pay milk like pay you know the rent and all that we have to you know we get worried right there's a lot of cases out here where um people are borrowing money right eric yeah so like they're borrowing money just just pay the rent, and in my opinion, the owners of the rent I don't know if this happened to you, but like the owners of the rent like they aren't doing enough for our people. Like they have been paying every single year on time, and they're they're not willing to support. You know what? You know what you feel about that, Eric? That's not right. That's actually yeah. kind of messed up. Yeah, that's really messed up, in my opinion, and so. What's it called? All these people are borrowing money just to have a, a living roof uh, over their head. And, you know, like, what happens after that, bro? Like, people have to go, like, if the Hispanics get sick, they have need to, de- they need to get this medical insurance. Of course. Some Hispanics don't have it, so they just, the doctors can't do anything about it, so technically they just let them die. So they, and, and that, and, they don't and, have to. Yeah, and Eric, I don't know if you've been hearing a lot, but like a lot of our families, when every time we try to go to a doctor, they treat us bad. Or during this pandemic, like, you know, when people go to the hospital, mostly Hispanics, they're like, no, we, we can't help you. Or like, because you don't got no medical insurance. And yeah. 
now these days, like that, everything, like all the jobs have dropped down and everything. Like, how could they even pay their medical bills? Like, you know what I'm talking about? What happens if you got to start in this uh, uh, something and you need your pills or you need your medication, but you don't got the money to pay? Like, and you don't got your insurance to pay what, you know, your medical bills. And also, Eric, you know, I know there are a lot of good organizations around here about, you know, giving giving supply and a lot of good food to, to people, right, Eric? Yeah. And mostly all of them, they'd be like, show me our ID. And why, what is one of the fears we encounter when we try to show our identity as a Hispanic here in the United States, even these days? So technically, they're scared of getting information about them and get sent back where they belong because we emigrated here with no passports. So we're afraid of showing information about us in the, to the police. Yeah, you're right at all. You know, we are, we're afraid of going back because why would we, if we suffer a lot here, why would we want to suffer more over there? And plus these days, you know, they'd be like, show me your ID. And, you know, and there's some parts in the United States that aren't sanctuary, which means that the police will not engage um, to tell ICE or, you know, the people who will deport you. But there are a lot of places here where a lot of Hispanic lives that the police will involve the immigration. And they got your information. And just because you're an immigrant, they're going to send you back. And as you said, now we're scared to even get resources, and we're dying. We are dying of fear. We are dying because our people are dying, Eric. And, like, let me tell you something, Eric. I, I, um, tell me, like, we have been really mistreated for several of years. And, like, if you were to do something, what would you do, Eric? I'll help everyone, no matter what uh, racist they are. I'm just going to help them, no matter what, like, these yep. kind of issues. I'm going to give them supplies, anything they need to be healthy or safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and that should be everyone's goal, to be honest. And I don't know if you saw this, Eric, but the government just did a very racist act a couple months ago, maybe like two or three months ago, where, did you remember where the government gave the stimulus check? Yeah. They gave it to 95% of the people here. But they give, but they did not give it to the most, the people who needed the most. Yeah. The people who are Hispanic, who are undocumented. Why? They, they, they left out the Hispanic people. They left us our blood, my guy. We come here to to earn something. We come here to to prosper. And do you? And what do you think, bro? Like thinking about all this, what do you think the government could have done better in this situation? They could have. They could have just gave money, some like money to Hispanics <laughs> or mostly poor people because they need yeah. it. Yeah, they should have. <laughs> Helped other people, even though they're not Hispanics. But yeah, also Hispanics need help because we work so hard every day to get money. And it's for us, for them, actually. 
other Hispanics it's really hard getting money because yeah. they're not getting good money. They're not getting paid really good like the other people. Yeah, in these in the Hispanic people, we get paid eight, ten, even eleven dollars an hour. Eleven hours uh, an hour, and the average person gets about twenty dollars an hour. Why are we lower? Why? And, and this is all conclusive to racism. It just it everything leads up into the word racism because. I know a lot of people have been doing protests about George Floyd, and I, I completely go with that. There should be no discrimination towards any race, any living, any nothing. Because we are, we are all flesh, and we'll always be flesh, so we should all treat each other the same. Yeah, like and brothers and sisters. What I don't get is that, like, the Hispanic people, like, we don't stand up enough. And that's why we are here making this podcast to stand up not only for the, um, what's it called, Hispanic community, but for everyone. Because, Eric, do you agree to this? Do you think only Hispanic families should be, um, it should be um, comfortable or only black people? No. It should be everyone, right? Yeah. Yeah, and everyone should be treated. And I know some races have been treated um, a little bit worse than others, but we all conclude to the same thing racism and you know i know we would like to give thanks to all these organizations who have been helping all hispanics like just been a big organization been helping here um and and yeah so yeah let's get into this again so yeah eric could you give us like a little example of how how has the pandemic how have your family dealt with this pandemic first there we're not getting paid my parents aren't getting paid my mom mm-hmm. isn't working anymore, so we technically don't get a lot of supplies because my dad only works. He gets some money. So, yeah, we mm-hmm. save money so we can buy a lot of stuff. So yeah. That's why things are important now. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's the life of not only you, but for many others in the United States and around the world. And, you know, we that's why, you know, as we said, you know, here has been largely no the biggest impact of coronavirus in the zip code and the state of and guess who got impacted the most eric hispanics exactly so everyone we're making this to stand up for hispanic people and this is a message to donald trump and to all these governments uh officials and um leaders uh around the u.s yeah. Stand up for our people. Make our voices known. Make justice for not only us, not only for black people, but for every race in America. Make sure that everyone gets treated right. Make sure that police brutality should not even be a thing. Make sure that next year we get better officials, we get better leaders. And this is a, uh, a little um, message to Donald Trump. Donald Trump, if you're hearing this, which you're probably not, people are here. Put your heart, put your hand in your heart. Look at all these people suffering out here, dying to get deported. We aren't criminals. We are people. We are flesh, just like you. So treat us good. Eric, you got any last words out here? Yeah, actually, I wanted to say a story about my life. Oh yeah, go so, ahead. It's about the money, like. For example, when I was a kid, actually I was just a baby, like one years old. 
my parents mm-hmm. were trying to get money, but they couldn't. It was really hard to get money. They yeah, had to work every day. And the people, like strangers or my friends of my parents had to babysit me. Then they got to pay them, you know, sometimes you got to mm-hmm. pay for babysitters. So then they were, they were like, it was really hard paying babysitters and everything, taxes. So they planned yeah. sending me in Guatemala, a place where I could stay for a while while they're getting money. So mm-hmm. they sent me there. Then they were just hoping for me to see them and like someday because they were getting money. Mm-hmm. Maybe when I come back, I'll have a bright future. So then they always prayed, seeing me and keeping me safe until that day came. I came back and saw them. They were mm. actually, my parents were actually the best. They're always yes. out there for me. And and that's, you know, we all have our stories and, you know, our time is running short out here. But hopefully we can make another podcast and go donate a yes. link in the bio. And thanks for watching. This is another yeah. episode of Eric and Eric Podcast. See you all the next time. See you soon. Bye. Bye.